welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. <laughs> episode 45, we in here. You already know what it is. It's Bree Breezy, I can pipe it zone. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How's everyone doing out there? Yes, yes, yes. Episode 45, we in the building. You already know how this goes. Please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you need business deals, brand is opportunity, please email us at thismightnotgowell at gmail.com. Big facts. Episode 45. We almost we almost to episode 50. We in our Trump years, man. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. And next week is our anniversary, our one-year anniversary of this podcast. So we gotta do it big. Big four five. But before we even get there, man, before we get to four six, we got a special episode today, man. Special episode with a special guest. We have the one, the only, Kendra Crump. Clap it up for her. Hey. Atlanta's very own. Come on now. What's going on, Kendra? Can you hear us? Perfectly. How y'all feeling? Y'all good? Chilling, chilling. Can't complain. Did y'all did y'all eat y'all Wheaties this morning? Captain Crunch only. Captain Come Crunch on now. only. Sugar and give, give me your top five favorite, real quick. Top five favorite cereals in no particular order. Go. Oh, that's easy. Fruity Pebbles, Honey uh, Bunches of Oats. Yeah, Honey Bunches of Oats, Crunch Berries, Cookie Crisps, Apple Jacks. Ooh, I like Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks fire, right? Um, I like cornflakes. Oh, you old motherfucker! And Special K, <laughs> Special K, you an old motherfucker. Come on now, and this. raisin bran. Oh. I love raisin bran. Cinnamon toast crunch, man. Oh, that's a fact. That's I like that as well. What about you? What's your top five? I know you was locked and loaded. That means you got to have your five ready. Cinnamon toast crunch, Fruit Loops, uh, Apple Jacks, Fruity Pebbles, and. Reese's Puff. Now, mind y'all. Let me Ooh, let me say this. I haven't eaten cereal cereal like that in years you know um in in order to maintain a stripper body you you have to eat very healthy okay this didn't come from dr atlanta this came from dr god okay <laughs> um people go to dr uh atlanta where it says still loading to say oh i want to look like kendra crump when kendra crump decides to be an ig model you know so yeah uh big but yeah i i, I eat very healthy so you don't but, want that they go to if they want the bbl they'd be like yo if i want my bbl to look like this you know like i want to look like kendra wait hold on say that one more time say the beginning part so like this is what they model when they go ask for the yeah, yeah that's what they do that's exactly what they do um you know but it's okay man it's okay you know so it's <laughs> like it, it it's it's one of those things that's why i said man i pop out women with real bodies that should be an episode topic. Women with real bodies, they only pop out once once out the year, a couple times out the year, not all the time. Come on now. No, it's <laughs> just keep it real. We dead just had this conversation was it two episodes ago, just about I don't know if you've seen what happened with uh, young baby Tate. The singer put a post up from her at a concert and she you know, she a natural body, she a natural woman, she had her fashion overfit up, she had a little tummy and all the Instagram girls was going crazy, like it was like oh. so scandalous for her to be outside. And we was like, like, like they don't have a FUPA. Come on now. Shout out to FUPA, FUPA gang. We love those. I know. I be filming those all the time. <laughs> I mean, I would be wanting to play with they. I be playing. Want to play with they leg fupa? I call it blubber. blubber. The other day, guys, I'm playing. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I appreciate y'all having me on. I think I was on the Section Eight waiting list, but I don't know. Did I get it? I got approved. So here <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, yes, yes. So you already know how this episode start out already. We do our weekly check ins. You know, you want to start it off slick? How's your week been going? Oh, the week has been cool, man. You know, the, the nine to five and kicking my ass. I've been in bed at seven forty five every night this <laughs> last week. But um, you know, just enjoy. You know, trying to find the joy in what I'm doing. I'm recalibrating. It's almost time to start playing video games after work, and you know, 
finding those leisurely activities. I started picking back up with the photography and everything. We're going to talk about that later, though. But I, I'm in a good space, man. I'm in a good space. I can't complain. I'm, I'm happy for the productivity. We're a year in, so we can only, you know, keep getting better and better. Of course. How you feeling, B? Oh, man, this week was pretty good, you feel me? Um, Got to talk to my therapist the other day, you feel me? Shout out to Dr. Asia Jones. I, you should have her on, on a guest of the podcast as so much as I shout her out. That's a fact. She kicked my ass, though. I ain't gonna hold you. She, she, she got. She, you know when you talk to your therapist and she be, she be spitting and you don't want her to be spitting like that. <laughs> she called your narcissism out. You know you don't want that, that problem. <laughs> but yeah, she really got into me. Really made me like. I had to look into a few things and she gave me a lot of wisdom. So like you know, I always appreciate having them therapy sessions because you know now I'm like okay. I know what to do is is good to let out some emotions and all that. So this week been actually pretty good, and you know next week is our anniversary, so I'm happy about that though. So it is what it is. So Kendra, how was your week going? Hey man, I, I I try not to pimp slap folks on a regular. I feel like my motto is to swing on someone today because tomorrow's not promised. But other than that, my week has been pretty good. You know, I work for the man three days out the week. The other four days, I work for myself. One of them uh, pays my bills. The other one, it's 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 on the up and coming. So yeah, for all the slow ones in the back, because you know some of your followers, they wheels on their bus don't go round and round. The one who pays my bills is the one I go three days out the week. The other four days, I'm like woosa, you know. So that's it. Respect it. I respect it. That's dope. And I, I, I mean, you know, we do a little digging, a little research. Apparently, you know, you up here, the up and coming. You in the comedy scene down there in Atlanta. How, how is it out there? Like, what's the, what's the vibes down there? What y'all be laughing at? Uh, well, I, so I, so what I try to do, right? You know, cause, cause, cause I just go to work. I come home. I do my. I like actually like going to the bank. I actually get have fun there. So I perform everywhere. You know, cause I don't know about everybody else. You know, I'm pretty sure they hit the comedy clubs and stuff like that. You know, but I, I, I perform everywhere. I will perform at you know the bank. I did a little comedy performance at the bank for about thirty minutes. I will perform uh, at my job. I perform in the grocery store. You know, it's 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 a it's a bunch of uh it's a bunch of everything here. You know, a bunch of scammers, a bunch of you know <laughs> fake fake rumps. It's a it's a bunch of everything. It's it's beautiful. I'm always making fun of everything. You know, so, so if somebody happens to be like, hey, I think I think that was me on her story. How'd you get me? Oh, I mean, you look bad. Don't come out the house looking like that. <laughs> can you can you, tell us, can you tell us a little bit about your comedy journey, like how you start and what got in, got you into comedy? Yeah, uh, three minutes or less. Okay, so I have been funny my entire life. My teacher, shout out to Mrs. Rosser. You know, one day we're going to cross paths because I shout this woman out on every podcast I go to. But anyway, Miss Rosser, she said it to me in fourth grade, you're the funniest student I've ever had. And so with that being said, we get to middle school. I'm making people laugh. I'm in high school. I had kids tell me I was funny. And it's three things that don't lie. It's children, a drunk man, and leggings, okay? Uh-huh. So, of course... <laughs> The last part leggings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I had to throw that in. But uh, with that being said, with that being said, um, I get to high school. People are like, "Hey, you know, you're hilarious." Now, I never did win senior like a senior superlative for best sense of humor. That was a comedy. I mean, that was a. you know popularity contest and you had to tell people hey vote for me vote for me type of thing and i don't have time for that either you're gonna vote for me or you're not okay uh i mean well at the time i wanted to say that but now that i am at a wiser stage in my life i don't care you're gonna vote for me or you're not okay back to the story so leaving high school people are like you need to have your own tv show you are hilarious like you need to you need to go do something with your life like you are a great blase woo so I start 
2016, I'm in college and I remember having uh, on Snapchat, I was like, welcome to the Kendra Crump show. And at the time it was like Little Kim's hardcore album, which actually I wrote some of her lyrics, uh, which, you know, me and Kimberly Jones are beefing right now because she knows what time it is. Okay. She don't want to, you know, admit the truth that I was the one who actually wrote a lot of that stuff, but whatever. Uh, That's why she is the way she is. That's why she looks the way she looks back to the story. Okay. Uh, Back to the story. Yes. So um, I get, I post my videos like 2017 early 2018 on ig and um it was pretty much a it was pretty much like you know me figuring out that ig was the way to go you can go viral a lot more and on top of that people just start i mean well they do that on ig they just with the unsolicited nudes i'm like bro what in the world is going on you know i don't i don't i don't understand why you all are are just acting like this like like have Have ye no no shame have no training yo it's crazy that's and it's like as a woman i'm pretty sure that that happens way more frequently than it does for us i don't think we've gotten one yet right yeah nope not at all not a not a booby nothing (laughs) yeah you know what you know what i think you will if you become well known enough you're gonna have women but right now they ain't checking for you if you ain't if you ain't no type of you know have no type of starstruck stuff about yourself they don't care but yes a lot of men will just up and harass and you know i'm trying to it's like i become immune but not immune and that's so that's so horrible for me to say hey i become immune to it because it's like this should not be normal but you know what we live in a over sexualized world you have only fans when meg and cardi perform wop on it was the VMAs at 8 p.m. where kids are still up and they're getting pretty much bucket naked on television. And I'm like, where is the freaking censorship? Nothing is sacred no more, doggone it. But hey, that was, I just That's want Jesus. You know, I used now. to be, I used to be here. I used to get up, uh, get, um, very selfish. I'm like, Jesus, don't come back until I done did this, that, and the third. I don't even care no more. If 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 I don't get no head from rapper the game, shout out to my husband, rapper the game, uh, JC on Terrell Taylor. You hear me talking to you. Uh, you hear me shouting you out on every podcast I go. You need to respond back to my DM, sir. That I sent you April 19, 2020, 8.08 p.m. and April 19, 2021, 9.38 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you. But anyway, so yeah, I don't really care. I, if Jesus comes back tomorrow, I'll be happy because I'm about tired of all of these jigaboos. The end. That's how I got started. So I was, and then I started doing podcasts because I realized podcasts is the way to go. I've been doing over 500 podcasts since October of 2020. Jeez. Of Yeah, it's October 2020. And, um, you know, because y'all can, y'all have fans in Australia that you probably don't know. It, that's podcasting can get you reached out everywhere. So that's how I got started. Oh, that's dope. That's wild. Though. You know, as you think about it, like there's always people when you go to school who's like OD funny. He's like, damn, son, you should really do something. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't even have the means or the confidence to even take it seriously. So it's really fire that you really following through with that. So that's big. Shout out to your teacher. What's her name again? Mrs. Rosser. She told me that in fourth grade. She's like, you the funniest student that I know, man. Like, so I don't know where she at. I wish I, I think I remember her first name. I'm going to see if I can find her on Facebook. I'm like, hey, man, you slight, you slightly famous because I keep shouting you out everywhere I go. Shout out Mrs. Rosner, man. That's the ocean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fire. Come on now. You see how much educate, educators have importance in kids' life and all that. Some some of those educators, man, they're just there for a paycheck. Well, who was one educator for you all? One educator that made you love learning? Ooh, love learning ah that's this this a particular subject made you like it i won't say love learning but helped me a lot was this um 
biology teacher in high school, Miss Miller. Mr. Miller, mm-hmm. actually, I'm sorry. Mr. Miller, he made it so cool to be in school. Like he was a he was a black man. He kinda looked like me. He was a little light skinned and everything. And he mm-hmm. it just made it a joy to go to school. He would crack jokes. He would he would break it down. He would explain biology in like in a rap in a hip hop form of way. And I end up learning biology, even though I don't use it today, but the mem- the memories still last. So nah. Mr. Miller, mm-hmm. shout out to you though. That's I, a fact. I got a few, but I think the one that was most important was Mr. Ramen. He was like this flamboyant. Did y'all, did y'all call him Ramen Noodle when y'all first met him? Nah, nah, I was scared of so I ain't gonna hold you. I, my mom's put the fear of God in me in school, so I made sure whatever I did, I couldn't get in trouble. <laughs> but Mr. Ramen was my history teacher, and he had us in like he had accomplishments like econ bowl, like he was learning economics in seventh grade, and I had him in seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. And Mans was a clown, like he really had like older black kids. We'd be sitting, he said, "Whatever you want." We wasn't doing work. He's like, "Oh, uh, y'all slick, you gonna do this?" And I'm like, "I'm not doing it." I'm not doing it last minute. Put it off. I go and make like a bullshit presentation. He puts me on the econ team and stuff. It just made me feel like I could do a lot more stuff than just be a body in a classroom. Like I had value. Mm-hmm. So I think that just went a really long way just with everything I took from him. So I appreciate it. Shout out Mr. Raman. I know you still at the school. I might pull up one day, but not one day soon. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me ask you guys the next question. Um real real quick before we get to the next topic. Who was that hot teacher or principal that you remember that you like, you know what? I wish I was old enough to have, you know, got the draws. Who was that one or y'all didn't I, have I, that? I got a few. Miss Greco. Hi, Miss Greco. I got a few. <laughs> Hold on. I could list this. Miss Ashavery from junior high school. Oh my God. I I I love her. She bought me brownies for my birthday. I was like, I what? Was ready, I, was, wow. I was ready to commit right there and there. You feel me? Yeah. And in high school, it was Miss Galante and then Miss LaSalle. Oh, I loved them. Nah, oh. the, Miss Greco was like, you remember the first young teacher you had? Like, Miss Greco was like 22 <laughs> teacher, seventh graders. Man. I was, the age difference is not that big, miss. <laughs> you know what's so sad? I don't know if you, you ever watched My Wife and Kids mm-hmm. with Junior when he mm-hmm. was failing in algebra? And, and got him that tutor? <laughs> got him that tutor. That was that case when she left that year I, and she didn't come back. I cried. <laughs> I was like, Miss Echeverry, don't leave. Like, come on, stars. How's the little I can't, I can't do this without you. Did, did, did anybody ever try? to hit up their teacher um you know after they graduated like anybody um i went to a school a few school events but i i was cuffing at the time so i was like let me not but looking back i should have shot my shot like yo miss greco is, is it is it too late now though mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know what she looked like <laughs> yeah i don't know if she <laughs> that's what's well. at facebook if you can find them on facebook <laughs> i don't know i don't she know, know like. she aged well because you know some people age like Milk and some people age like wine, so you know I don't you know. know. Say if it's curdled, I don't want it. <laughs> you know what? That to me is scary because I don't know what I'll look like. You know, twenty years from now, I hope I still look good. There are things I've cut out. I try to get. You know what I learned is you can get your sleep. You can end up getting sleep eating right. You know, not doing drugs. And you can still come out looking like spoiling like milk. <laughs> you know, so like that's the thing about that. I wonder what's gonna happen. I try to use my parents as a baseline. I'm like, all right, the dudes still trying to hit my mom's. Ladies still try to get at my pops. I got a good shot. I got a good chance. Yeah. What's your what, What's your daddy looking like? My, Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> but look, he a little darker than me. He got the waves. He got the full beard. Is he is he tall? You look tall. You tall? I'm you look about six I'm, five. I'm, I'm, I'm about six three, six two. He's okay. Like, he, he like six okay. one. He's six one, but he burly. I, I put in the word. Okay, you all right then. You. Bring y'all lanky self over here then. All right. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to the next one. Let's go to the next one. All right. Um. So Dave Chappelle. I'm about to say you are in the comedy scene. Come so. on now. Wait, wait, before we talk about what Dave Chappelle did this week that had everybody up for, what's your thoughts on what's your top five? 
comedians. I'm going to exclude Pryor, Chappelle, Kevin Hart, and Bernie Mac because oh, you know those Bernie are always Mac. in everybody's top. And then on top of that, Kevin ain't even funny to me. Number one, if you oh, already if you wear oh. when you start wearing a dress, you already sold out. Uh, shout out to Flip Wilson for starting that mess. Um, anyway, uh, I like, but my top five is Arnaz J, Carlos Miller, Chris Rock, Cedric, Steve, and um. Hold on, Arnaz J, Chris Rock, set. Wait, wait, Arnaz J, I gotta do the fingers. Chris Rock, Carlos Miller, Cedric, and Steve. There it is. And okay. for women, I'll give two. Miss Pat, comedian Miss Pat. Oh, and, her show is fire. And um, what's her? What's what's his, her name? Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. I like Wanda. Wanda, Sykes. Wanda legendary. Steve. I, Steve don't get enough credit. Yeah, for that's his actual, what's actual comedy like. I, I saw him in person. That's like the first comedy show I went to. He had me crying. Like, I was like, I thought I was going to die. And shout out to you for putting Carlos Miller. Carlos Miller is one of the. He, I won't even say he's like up and coming because he's not because he's established. But he's yeah. a part. He's a, a he's a, a comedian that doesn't get a lot of credit. Like Arnaz J. That he yeah. does not. Because you know he that, be, that he does not. He should be up there with the Ryan Davis and everything <laughs> like that. And also, I, I like Kevin on stage. Kevin on stage is is in my top five. I've heard him. You know. Many a times I hear Patrice O'Neill a lot. I hear Patrice. Bill Burr. Oh yeah, Patrice is Bill my guy. Yes, Patrice is my guy. Chico like, Bean. To, um, Tony Baker. I like Tony Baker a lot too. You feel mm-hmm. me? And, and and Rodney Jordan. He's he's in he's in he's a Georgia head too, right? And he's part of the more. Who, who's Rodney Jordan? Um, he's like um he he does the bless a bless AF um hats and he's a comedian. He's one of the like he was he, he did a couple of comic views and all that you know he got a popular um podcast with a couple of other comic um comedians um more than the culture podcast shout out to them feel me so mm-hmm. that's one of, that's one of my top fives right now as well said, okay I'll, I'll I'll have to see okay I say, she said see Patrice that took me back man the elephant in the room is one of my favorite specials of all time oh yeah it had me digging through like YouTube finding his old videos and interviews like that man was yo R.I.P. Patrice now Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle just released his his final stand up on the Netflix contract. Yep, the closer, the closer. Now he got a bunch of people painting the bunch this week because mm-hmm. of his of his LGBT community comments. Mm-hmm. So just, we're gonna play a little clip. You feel me? And then we you know we're gonna let us see what happened. Man, sixty million. Though, he can he got paid to talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Ain't nothing I'm not saying for 60 million. Community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a (laughs) and killed him in Walmart. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. Do you see where I'm going with this? <laughs> In our country, you can shoot and kill a nigga, but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. <laughs> oh, and that just uh, a taste, a, a little- taste of all the joke, one of the jokes that he was saying in, in the in his special, and a lot of people came out. You had the showrunner from the Dear White People. Ugh. I didn't even know she was the showrunner. If you, if you watch the last two seasons, it'll make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Came out and basically said like she didn't really like the comments that he said and everything like that. Boycotting Netflix, she's done with them for right now. What's your thoughts on that <sighs> whole situation? 
especially you being oh. a comedian, you know, because you know you you do stand up and everything like that, and your comments might be misinterpreted. How would you feel like if you were been put in a situation like that? But, uh, you you heard my yawn at at at, at <laughs> like okay like like first off okay he didn't say nothing bad he just literally was telling the truth like in our country you know the LGBT LMNO community is very you know like don't disrespect them I have been canceled so many times my uh, I'm gonna tell you some gay jokes I've said on my Facebook okay how are you gay and can't dress what the hell were you doing in the closet the entire time <laughs> number two transgender women aren't women let's call them X-Men oh damn that's actually that makes sense Do, number three no point in having a gender reveal if you're gonna allow them to choose what they want to be anyway again that makes sense all good like jokes that. contain truth I mean, I'm not sure there's more to come. There's more to come. Uh, but with that being said, man, it's 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 just jokes, man. It's to me, it's like I don't understand where the cancel culture came from. Why can't we be who we want to be? Why are we trying to be censored? Do you guys know how many podcasts I have done where people have told me, please do not talk about the beehive. Do not talk about the community. Do not talk about somebody's mama. And I'm like, do you want me to not talk at all? <laughs> yeah. Why do you limit me in such ways that I can't even have a talk? That's, that's because you know what? One thing I learned fear is what kills everybody the most. This whole COVID plan crap. I'm not going because I'm a very woke person. Okay. But this entire COVID stuff, the fear is what the reason why people are dying. Okay. Like they are just like, you know, but hey, what do I know? But no, like going back to it, I just honestly believe that, that, the same people who out here canceling are the same people who had their hairline canceled on them. These <laughs> niggas' hairlines going back further than abuse in the Jackson family. Okay? The women's breasts have canceled on them. It is it's looking like skinny hot dogs. Okay? Down looking like you about to feed the you've been feeding like the village, the African village, like you the African grandmother. Okay? That's just sagging. And if you are in your 20s and you got saggy breasts and you ain't got kids and you got a hairline that cancel on you ma'am and sir you guys are irresponsible just want to let you know that that's all I'm going to say about that the end damn, <laughs> damn. that was a brilliant way to wrap that up I'm about to say but she makes a great point I mean cancel culture started out as you know people being um, self righteous and you know coming at people who they felt were you know abusing their power Mm-hmm. And then the white folks got it. Yep. <laughs> and then all hell broke loose because you canceled for saying one any one thing that they, uh, a group of people don't agree with. You're going down. But, the but LGBT- for what reason though? Like like, at, do you feel like you do you? At what year did you feel like it got really bad? Cancel culture. I think right after because uh, you know what was it? it started with what it was Me Too, right? Yeah, Me Too. So, Me Too was big, and then uh, Black Lives Matter. And then I think there was like a, a a gap in time where nothing was happening. So then that's when they started going back and through tweets like, oh, Kevin Hart said, oh, he called his friend the F word. It's oh, he's done. He's done. Get him out of here. Yep. It, it became I don't I'm not a fan of this person. So I'm saying like probably summer of last 2020 it was getting crazy. Yeah. Summer I 2020. 20, I say 2018. I think a lot of stuff was going on in 2018. I got a lot of people canceled. <laughs> a lot of comments and all that other stuff. 
But it's like the validity of it now. You really think about it. Some of these claims are not valid. It's literally people just, I, I don't like this person. Let's get him out the. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. he said something 10 years ago mm-hmm. that we had. My, 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 the one, the, the cancellation I hate the most is when they do the old tweets thing. Like, if I tweeted something in 010, 011, like, don't bring that up. I was a different person at was, that time. Yeah, I was in high school. They, suck, they I was in high school sucking my dick. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, that's yeah you and you know what you're you're definitely right it should again they just have nothing better to do you know nothing better to do and and to me it's just like it's sad like you know like you know miss miss pat i like I, you know one a joke she said on her tv show she said that black folks don't play the lottery no more all you gotta do is wait till one of your kids get killed and then you get money <laughs> Yo, See, show. somebody would be offended by that. You're over here but talking. Her, Miss Pat got, to, she has, oh my God. She, she no that, show. Uh, her show, her show on BET is probably a, one of the most realistic shows ever that's mm-hmm. on, that's on TV right now on how, and the issues that she talks about and what she goes on with her family. Cause she, she basically her whole stand up specials and everything is wrapped up in the TV show. So she just talks about everything like that. Miss Pat, let me check mm-hmm. this out. Yes. And then and she went and she was just on the Carlos Miller, um, the, the 85, 85 South Show. I was all, I was, I, I got like 30 minutes to, I didn't finish up listening up to it. And then she was talking about how many kids she had. She had four kids and two abortions and she still claimed those kids because <laughs> <laughs> that's hers. And she, she just out of, she's out of pocket like that, but I respect her honesty with that. I though. love that energy. I feel like, you know what it is? A lot of this cancel shit is like, People that are outside the community, outside of understanding what's happening, they just they can't mm-hmm. get into it. So they go and just try to shut the shit down. Like, oh, I can't be a part of your club. Oh, nope. He he he, he called me a bitch. It's over. Wrap yep. it up. Get him out of here. And social media gave a lot of the people that gave a lot of people voices that they do not need. I swear, some people need to shut the fuck up forever. That's it. But even think about <laughs> exactly. But think about Chappelle though. Chappelle, like I watched the special. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Like he brought up points where it's like, okay, if you're a member of the community, you might feel like. It's like it's like you know you make fun of the, the weird kid in class. Now you get in trouble. But I said what everyone else was thinking. You feel me? And then he's also on his like, yo, stop punching down. Cancel culture for right now is punching down. You're isolating a take an isolated incident and you're trying to cancel a, a whole person. And my style. and my thing is with the LGBT community is y'all want to be part of our part of society. I want to be integrated, be assimilated. If we can't make jokes. On your community or anything like that, then y'all will forever be an outsider, and y'all will never be truly integrated into society the like, way y'all want to be. If we can't joke on y'all every time there's a comedian joke on y'all, y'all want to go on this whole cancellation route. It's a fact. You can't have all the perks and none of the bad stuff. You got a word, and you get made fun of, and like, <laughs> and just know half the time nobody really means. If somebody's saying it with malice, that's different than me making an observation of like really saying some funny shit. I ain't gonna lie though, but the baby was wilding. <laughs> to this day. Let me let me say let me say something really quickly that just came to my mind. My last joke, it wasn't even a joke. My last point that I made over it was months at a time. My last point that I made was Oh, and I used to post like little like stuff as well. Uh this person has said, you know, I'm a I'm a transsexual looking for a good man. And then um uh, the next line was the next. I didn't say this like I said. I posted this. The next line said, "Look within," and then like I posted, <laughs> oh I posted that. And of course, I had posted my generation has Superwoman. Your generation's wondering if that's a woman, right? You know. Oh, uh, but no, this on a, on a serious note, I had said I had said um, children can't drink or drive, but they can choose what gender that they want to be. This is gonna. This isn't going to end well, and y'all know it. Here comes one guy who is straight 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 you know 
black man. He said, what is your issue? This is a fourth joke in several months that you made about transgenders. What is your issue with transgenders? And then I'm like, you know what? I don't argue back and forth. So I allowed my minions, my henchmen to hand, to finish him off. But, you know, they did their best to finish him off. I think I didn't see some stronger henchmen because uh, he kept talking and they got tired. I'm like, bro, I mean, I'm not paying him anyway. So, you know, whatever. Then... <laughs> Oh man, nah. Is it, it like that's always that's, that's the, the reality we live in? It's like you really got why what you say sometimes because like people going to come at you and try to get their fake um PhDs on uh, critical race theory and critical gender theory. I guess that's going to be a thing. Seeing critical gender theory, we're going to oh, have yeah. that conversation. Yeah, uh, I won't take that class. Never, never mind. <laughs> but um, yeah. Switching up now, next topic. Well, I mean, we want to talk about the dear white people showrunner. And her comments, how she feels like empowered to like step down. Does this really matter? Does her no. stepping down this the show is over? The show is over. Like I don't really care. I barely watched it. I, I watched the movie, but I didn't watch the show. I, I thought. I mean, she was. I felt like it was a publicity stunt. I ain't gonna hold you. Oh, that's a fact. I feel like she's trying. You know, nobody was watching that fourth season. It's a musical. I hate musicals. Do <laughs> you like musicals? Uh not really. I'm not like. Like musicals and plays are pretty much the same thing in a in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense, um, not really. Like the only play musical I can do is it was one of Tyler Perry's films, uh, little plays that never got adapted to a film, but it was cool. But I'm not all that singing. I ain't got time for that. I just no High School Musical. We all in this together? No. No. <laughs> no. No, you know, when I'm a kid, when you a kid, you like everything. But like I said, the singing, I just don't have time for all that. Because in my mind, high school musical made me think that once you got to high school, you can dance on the tables. And I think I stood, almost stood up on the table. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? So, yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that. It's it's not realistic. It's bull crap. Just want to let you know that. So, Kendra. Yes, sir. This week, something important happened. Social media was down. Social media is a platform that you use. What happened during that six hours when IG wasn't working and all these other social media? WhatsApp. Okay, so I thought something was wrong with my phone. Of course, I restarted twice. Once. No, it was once. You didn't curse out your phone provider? Say that again? You didn't curse out your phone provider? A lot of people did. They was like, what's going on? Like, they was... No! Uh, no. Uh, so what I did, I don't try to be that person. Uh, what I did was I went to YouTube. I like YouTube University. And I just said, okay, let me just, just, you know, find something else productive to do. Problem is, y'all, you see, if it was not for me having my talent, I would not be on social media. I don't really care like that. You know, social media is cool, but at the same time, it can give you anxiety and it can give you unrealistic, you know, expectations of how you should live your life when people are covering up theirs. Even people will sit here to, you know, and uh, they will literally sit here and curse each other out and be like oh we gotta take a quick picture real quick how do they take the picture okay we look good then they go back and beat each other up like it's a lot going on but no i don't it don't really bother me you know that's cool that y'all go go enough figure out play with your kids again man you ain't played with your kids in about six months since the last shutdown do you do you not know now you know what your husband's favorite color is okay you just so invested on social media come on now 
And a lot of people was during that six hour downtime. It was like, oh my god, I got so much work done. Oh, I got so much big plans. I'm like, why? What was all this beforehand? Like, why it took social media to be down for you to be so inspired to do a lot of stuff now? Social media, that's that new drug, bro. That's that crack. That's they dropped that shit off. The government dropped that shit off, and now everybody going crazy, bro. Oh, that's a fact. And think about it. So it's been dumbed down over the last couple of years. Like the intellectual speech, they they getting people out the paint. What do you see more? Ass and titties You seeing what your favorite celebrities doing You trying to emulate what they doing Everyone's caught up in the image mm-hmm. I I personally Like literally like I think like the day before the shit went down I removed Instagram, Snapchat And all that off my home screen Cause I like I figured in my mind I'm like I'm gonna be more productive Cause I, I got I look at it's not there I'm gonna do something else I hit Twitter real quick And go back to doing what I'm doing It's been helping So when that shit was down I was like Why everybody tripping What's going on What you doing That's a fact So People are just You know It's like they're addicted to it I just feel like You can start your day off With something else That is Much more Effective and needed That's a fact I haven't I don't think I, Outside of I probably post like Three pictures in the last Like two oh, years Oh yeah You horrible <laughs> I don't post <laughs> shit Like just, you know After after, like once we finish recording this I gotta go record like you know and that's the thing about like trying to like chasing after your dreams man is exhausting so I have to go ahead and, and post a video for you know uh, like one of the videos for Monday you know and everything else like that you know and stuff like that so you know I try to post three days a week but it gets exhausting because I'm like bro what am I going to talk about tomorrow you know and everything else like that Damn, that's 100% facts sometimes some people got content for days and they just recycling shit they're just like what the mm-hmm. fuck how did you yeah. even promote on our podcast page It'd be a lot It'd be like Gotta post a snippet We gotta post our song of the week We gotta do all of this And it'd be like It'd be like It'd be draining sometimes too I ain't gonna it, No it is it, it really is draining Like going after your dreams when, Until you finally make it It's exhausting Cause you know you, You're gonna have One thing I learned is It's gonna be seasons in your life Where you're doing really good Or really bad So you know You never know That is 100% factual And, and Mark Zuckerberg Lost 7 billion dollars Dollars. He won't make that shit back. He still what? He was like he dropped to like the seventh richest person in the world or some shit. Oh, he like, ain't, his pocket ain't hurting for nothing. He, but. he went from one twenty eight to one twenty one billion. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you good, bro. I'm, I don't feel bad. For you. <laughs> you don't feel bad. He lost seven billion. Nah, I don't give a fuck about him. <laughs> he over here selling. But my- you know what? I was I was confused. I was like, how did you lose money from it being shut down? Like, I, I mean, that's that's what I guess I was confused about. Like, if it's that, I, I guess y'all can someone y'all please explain to me. I know the stock price dropped. I know over rip the stock price. But how does it how do you lose money from something being shut down? Like it's not like, okay, yeah, you add you you added an account on Instagram, but I didn't know that is it more so if you add an account he gets more money because I, I, everybody was still, you know, being able to utilize like so, so explain to me, how did he use lose money by being shut down for several hours. Well, I know advertisements, they get paid off for that. So they get a kickback off any ads or any of those, you know, brand ads that people be getting. Instagram gets their little cut off for that. And then too, when it happens, mm-hmm. it hits the, once it hits the news cycle, everybody that owns Facebook stock, he's one of the biggest owners of the stock. That's where the majority of his money comes from. Is it's dropping. Everybody's oh, face, Facebook having problems. Oh, we gotta get this out the paint. We gonna sell. And then as it drops, even the, the small dollar drop, he has what millions of shares. It's gonna hit his pockets automatically. So that's really where it came from. I, I'm pretty sure he made it back. Let me check and see if right now if I could pull up. And the- mind you, and and under that Facebook stock is Instagram, WhatsApp. A bunch of other social media. So if those are not working, automatically people are going to sell those stocks. Yeah, and it's like it's always a quick turnaround. People, especially if you work in the market, people's definitely looking for any reason to make a little extra loot. You know, I'm gonna sell off, lock in some profits, get back in at a cheaper price. Mm-hmm. So, no, mm-hmm. no. I ain't got no. I don't care about that man. He he fine. 
Here we of go. course. He Here lost five, he lost five dollars this week per share on Facebook. So depending on how much he ain't get it all back yet. Of course. I mean, it's 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 okay. He can be, you know, maybe he should start donating, like, get, help help the college broke college kids or whatever. Like, help me out. I'm tired of going ahead to try and shake it for daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mark don't care about us. <laughs> now, speaking of people trying to secure the bag, recently 18 former NBA players was, arrest, was charged with attempting to defraud the NBA Health and Welfare Benefit Program out of nearly $4 million. Guys like Glenn Davis, Tony Allen, Sebastian Telfer, that broke my heart. I'm like, Bash, you got to just come sit, on sit this one New, out, player. A New York native, come on, Sebastian. You already had a horrible career due to, you know, mental health issues, and you, you're over here trying to scam. You're a typical New York nigga for that. He from, Bro- <laughs> he, he from Brooklyn. All right, don't do that. Don't put it down in Brooklyn now. <laughs> You got, any, you got any thoughts about the insurance scams in the NBA? So I got to know a little bit more uh, information. Tell tell me what exactly has been going on. So essentially, the NBA has like a retired healthcare plan that you know. Essentially, they they when you play X amount of years, you get coverages granted. So. 21 people, 18 players, and I believe it was like three spouses, yes. were basically creating fraudulent claims, saying they had dental work, $40,000 in dental work here, $60,000 in physical therapy there, and they was getting these checks off rip, no questions asked. I guess the um, basically... It was so bad, one of them filed for a root canal. Mind you, the same day he he was trying to get the root canal, he was overseas playing an actual basketball game. So, yeah, they- so he messed that up himself yep. by... They were just collecting the checks. They were just like, I need this. So do people not think at some, this is how I feel about anything that's a scam, okay? At some point, it's going to catch back up to you. I don't understand. Now, Maya, I'll I'll give you a prime example, all right? Uh, There are other ways, many ways to scam and, and stuff like that. If you have, you know, if you have a pet in the house that is not on the lease, technically you're kind of scamming, but it's just a pet. But when it comes to money, Okay, when it comes to money, at some point it's gonna catch back up to you. you don't think it's gonna catch back up. Quit the quit the thievery, people. Quit the freaking thievery. Oh, I'm, I'm just taking from the white man because he took from us. Okay, we'll see how how well that works. You saying that in prison? Okay, <laughs> that's a fact. And it's like I said, 18 players. And a lot of them are like a good half, half of them. We know their names. Like we've seen them play. It's just like so. What's the next step? Like what happens to you? You gonna go to jail for fifty thousand? And the crazy part is those 21 people only racked up four million. If I'm a scam, I'm scamming for real. For that's real. a fact. They better add a couple zeros to that. Yo, and why are they not playing with this Sally Mae stuff? They need to shut that down over there. People frauding that. Shut Sally, that down. Sally Mae got the best cybersecurity team in the world. They know we've been trying to get that. They for shut a while. down Facebook and all that, but they can't scam they can't scam Sally Mae out of our money and stuff like that. Nah, What's going mm-hmm. on? Nah, they you know, yeah, education money, the only time education lose money is when the president do it, like biting into the HBCUs this week. That oh, mother, yeah. that motherfucker there. <laughs> You want to go? You want to? You want to tell what what Uncle Uncle Biden Sleepy oh, yeah. Joe did? Sleepy Joe is out here wilding. He cut funding. He promised what was it forty billion dollars for HBCU HBCU funding, and he cut it to two, which is still more than he was getting before. But at the same time, he he ran on a platform of you know equal educational opportunity for minorities. And now, as soon as you like thinking of money running up, you, that's the first place you cut. I feel like that's some shit. Joe Biden, I don't know, man. He moving like Trump. <laughs> he moving like that's a that's Demo Trump. And you, Kendra, mm-hmm. being a Clark Atlanta University alumnus, what's you your see, you see, is? you see it back there. You see that little that thing right there, my little diploma. Yes. What's your thoughts on this? As 
for it when it comes for the HBCU. Yes. I, I just, you know what? Going to Clark, man, I try to support these black-owned businesses, and, and then I still have to pay $40,000. I try to support these black-owned businesses. Y'all making us pay this much amount of money. Can we get some steak and lobster up in the cafeteria, please? Some re- <laughs> I don't want no catfish. Catfish is, ain't no such thing. Catfish is not real. And they're feeding this crap to us. No, okay. Tilapia? <laughs> I'm gonna say that's what we had up in upstate. We had the, we had the clone. Let me fish. let me say this. You guys know uh, Nick Cannon had like just paid like five HB like Clark Atlanta you know students uh, debts off, and I'm like, why did I not hear about this? I could have made for the running. <laughs> Facts. Like, where's the application? And how I get this? You know, but no, I mean, I'm not surprised, man. Being black, my this is my model. Being black in America is like playing all matter. Oh, that's a fact. You're on the hardest difficulty. You're on the Hall of Fame in the NBA 2K. And yeah, ain't, yeah ain't, ain't no dunk passes. Ain't no no, no protection on the line. <laughs> the, the defense know your plays and everything. They're ready. They're ready for you and everything. That's what I would say. And Being black is oh, it's it, it it's 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 a great thing. Don't get it wrong. Being black is beautiful. I, I pride myself being black, but shit be difficult sometimes. Like, yo, give me a little pigment. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> walk, walk on a little, walk through quiet on a little bit of glass to get to where you gotta go. Give me a little pigment. Give me a little white, a little white privilege, a little bit, just a little you, bit. You, you, was, you was a little light skin. You might be able to. Oh, get Oh, don't something. do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Uh, Kendra. I don't know if you were yes. able to see SNL last night. Do you watch that on the weekly or checking on like the major uh, episodes? I, don't, I, I, you know, I'm gonna keep it all the way one hand down with y'all. I have not watched a lot of stuff because I'm just over here trying to chase my dreams and I want them to watch me. So that is my answer with that. Right. You got, you got to keep me up today. So if, I, if I'm asking a lot of questions because I'm not in tune like I should be, that's what we're here for. That's why we mess the righteous with the ratchet. So that's, <laughs> that, that's like, it. I like, am. Like y'all, I'm so ratchet that even though I live in the hood, anytime I go out. Town, I find an MLK Drive, or I find, or I Google like hoods in in Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> hood in hood in um, Vermont, or even never, Montana or, or North Dakota. They're gonna take you right to the clan meetings. You gotta be careful when you do shit out there. <laughs> I drive through, but nah, Kim Kardashian actually hosted SNL. You know, the biggest thing with these hosts is their monologue. She's not a comedian. She's not an actress. I'm not sure what. She really does, per se. She entrepreneur. She entrepreneur. We'll give her that. We won't yeah, shit on Tim K for real, for real. She got me through some talk, some tough times as a sixteen year old. She had a she had a great monologue. You want to play a little snippet? Play a little, play a little snippet so Kendra get a little taste. Kim Kardashian West about to run that for you. No one told me it was even premiering. It must have slipped my mom's mind. I'm excited to be here tonight to show you guys that I'm so much more than just a pretty face. And good hair, and great makeup, and amazing boobs, and a perfect butt. Basically, I'm just so much more than that reference photo my sister showed their plastic surgeons. I'm really proud of is that no one could ever call me a gold digger. Honestly, I'm not even sure how you become one. So I asked my mom's boyfriend, Corey. Oh, okay. Talk spicy, Kim. 
talk spicy. And she do a little jab at Kanye, but we not gonna play that. Go check her. Go check that monologue out. Yeah, I was just honestly for me, I was really just. I was entertained. I thought she was about to come out there and be dry with it, but she didn't, all the jokes that people make on social media about her body, her sex tape, her marriage. Yo, she she took that shit in stride and made it funny. So I, I gotta go listen to that now. Y'all gave me a homework assignment. Nah, it's only it's only four minutes too. That's the crazy part. Like I seen it. Okay. I, I avoided it yesterday. I was like, this morning, let me check this out real quick. And I laughed. I laughed a few times actually. So I figured you could appreciate that coming from the comedy scene. I know a lot of she has. Yeah, I mean, like, like you know what? There are some people now. Would you say that? Did she actually? Do you think that she wrote that, or do you feel hey, like I that just came she, naturally? She, she was in a group project. She learned oh, yeah. a lot from Kanye's constituents, like Beyonce. Sorry, never mind. Let me relax. I know you this might not go. Up. I ain't gonna fight. Come for you now, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Beehive. But I'm pretty sure she had a writers' room come together and figure out what would be some great points to hit. But. Got you, got you. Well, yeah, she, she, you know, like I'm gonna give you a, a prime example. Uh, the roast of Justin, Justin Bieber. You guys remember that some years back, right? Yeah. So with the roast of Justin Bieber, you know, like they had Martha Stewart up there. I'm like, I didn't know she was a comedian. Like a lot of these, I'm like, oh, okay, Ludacris, you're a comedian, but they did pretty good. So yeah, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to that. And I think I enjoy a lot of the celebrity roasts. I feel like those you really get some good jokes. You can see people in a different light. I was more so impressed with Kim's confidence. I was like, we've never heard her make a sex tape joke before. This is intriguing. Come on, now. I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna definitely watch it. You know, I'm gonna definitely watch it. You talking about the sex tape? We talking about the? What's it <laughs> <laughs> but Kim, Kim is Kim. Kim needs a little more credit than she. She just like she really. So? From 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 what should be a, a scandal that should trample someone's career, she built an empire. Her and her mom and her sisters, down to her little sisters, and now her even her kids now are building empire now in a sense too. That is really crazy. It's like it is a come up. Like that family, you could say like what is anybody's one particular talent? They understood marketing. Yes, they saw how the world changed, and they were able to like kind of like carve their own path. TV shows, video games, makeup. Sneakers, clothing, like she literally did everything in the entertainment industry wants to do. Everybody in the in entertainment industry wants to do: sell clothes, sell makeup, sell perfume. And now she's a lawyer. Oh yeah, that's nice <laughs> too. I forgot about that. And now she's a lawyer. That's like crazy. I'll shout out. That is man. She she's goals, man. She's not a bad person. She's not. She, I don't think she's a bad person. She's not. She just you know she be appropriating a few times, but we we leave her alone for that. We understand. Black it's cool to be black. <laughs> Facts. Um. So I'm trying to see how you want to hit this. We I know you got. You said you only had like an hour for us, so we can do something a little different. We can get a little toxic a little early, or we can continue okay. some topics. So how you feeling? What you want to do? You want to get toxic? Of course. Let's do it. All right. Let me just pull that up real quick. We got a special sound when we get toxic, y'all. We're going to do the toxic section a little early for y'all. I can be toxic, but so what? You're going to love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. All right. Let's make sure we get this right. There we go. All right. So we about to get a little toxic with y'all, so... Well, before we even start, you got anything crazy you want to talk about? Anything that's comes to your mind that we can have a little toxic discussion on to switch it up a little bit? Hmm. You ever had somebody stalk you? Like women, like like anybody stalking you or so? A stalker? I mean, they must have been good because I don't, I don't know. I mean, they usually not stalk per se, but they usually had like their friends 
no, no, my whereabouts. Like, oh, that's oh, the yeah, worst. I, I saw you at that brunch spot drinking that mimosa, acting like a thought. <laughs> I had a couple of those. But I'm about to say, Dunk came on. And you was just grinding on shorty, huh? And she, yeah, I had those type of things, but not a full on stalker. What would you? What, what happened? Uh, oh no! Oh no! No! I, I, no! I, 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 there are a few times I felt like stalking a few people, you know. But I try not to do. That. I stalk their social media. That's as far as I'll go. I think everybody's social media stalks. Oh yeah, that's, I think that's that's, I, that's like that's a, <laughs> a sad reality of social media. I think everybody like, watching their stories. Like what you what you what you posting? About like oh today? you posted up you had dinner. Mm-mm, that's not a one person kind of place. What you doing? <laughs> we with. You know, looking mm-hmm. for evidence. We actually got a topic. We thought we wanted to throw out there. This is video. You can load it up, B. It's basically cheater's etiquette. This this man, this fellow, found out his wife was cheating and recorded her responses to his interrogation. We're going to run that for you. We're going to get your perspective on that. All right. Well, I caught you lying. You got mad. I did. Okay, and then what, and when you got mad, you wouldn't fuck somebody else. I was mad at me. Okay, but you wouldn't fuck somebody else. I did. Because you got caught lying. Yes. And now this person is now... So I was mad at me. Now this person is now texting you saying that he was with you actually all night he was not okay but so he's lying he is lying okay he is lying that's a big fat fucking lie he said last friday night last friday night what does Katy perry voice mean i have no idea i don't know what he's talking about so he's lying. I think he was with somebody else before he got to me. That's what I think. Okay. Well, he thinks he had sex with you all night. He didn't. Did you blow him near the couch? Yes. Okay. Well, he talked. Right about- when he walked in the door. Okay. So wait. Right when you walked in, you went out sucking. Oh, oh no! That breaks my heart every time. <laughs> <laughs> So Kendra, what's your thoughts on just hearing the audio? You hear the pain in, in the gentleman's voice. The the I don't want to say confidence in the woman's voice, but she definitely she didn't seem upset. <laughs> because you know what I've realized, I feel like maybe she's done that before, and she's like, oh well, well, you know what type, of, you know what time it is with me. You know for a fact that wasn't shit. So you still out here dealing with me? But you over here, and I, do you do you know? If she knows that she was being recorded, or she, no, she's, or he's like dead holding the phone in front of her, and she's like talking to him, like it's not like. Oh, okay, yeah, that's it. probably why as well. Like, okay, what do you want me to say? All right, I'll say what I say. You want me to get upset? I, I, this is the truth. I think that's the scary part about a woman cheating and having that conversation. Mm. I can't, I think any woman I've ever dated, if we ever had to have that conversation, it was if it, it was going to be that straightforward. It wasn't going to be no lie because either it's a lie or it's, it's direct. There's no middleman. Like we be trying to find a, a thin line between as a, as guys. We'd be like, mm-hmm. All right, yeah, nah. I mean, like it wasn't nothing new. Like I wasn't trying to. You know, we beat around the bush. A woman going to tell you what it is and what it ain't, and that's the painfulness. That'd be like, oh, because let me ask Shorty, oh, you sucked his dick? Yeah, as soon as he walked through the door, we got to fight. I'm going to jail. You know what? You know what the thing about it? I, I remember this one time. This guy was like, I thought I was going to date, but he just was on a whole level, just like stupidity. I just couldn't not deal with. He asked me, he said, when was the last time that you've been with somebody? And I said, three days ago. And he hung the phone up on me. <laughs> Sorry, you're the one who asked. You, don't be the same. Like, what, what are you trying to ask? What are you getting at? That's your fault. You did that. <laughs> Don't be asking questions you don't want to answer. You, you post, ask the question. You pulled a lie sometimes. Make me feel good about myself. I'm not okay. trying to think about I, somebody else. No, because in down. your mind, you're going to be like, you lied about that. You lie about anything. Don't. My thing is, do not, if you don't want to answer the question, 
if you don't want to answer the question, I mean, if you don't want the answer uh, to the question, don't ask. Like, that's my thing. If you say, am I ugly? Yes, you are. Why did you tell me I was ugly? I've had guys actually ask me present day, like, like present day this year. Am I ugly to you? You are very ugly to me, sir. Damn. I don't care. But yeah, they're going back wait, to that, you know, thing. Now, now to ask the question, would you ask your significant other, do I look fat in this? And if they tell you, yes, you do, you will, you will accept it? Here's the thing. I'm not if I'm I'm let me I'm at the maturity level in my mind where if I I'm not going to sit here and try to get validation from people mm-hmm. that to me is is what I'm not going to do. I don't sit here and try to get validation from nobody. If if I ask the question and you think I'm funny and you say no. OK, that's cool. Jordan didn't make all his shots. <laughs> you right. You got that. I'm shit. She, she got it. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good way to put it. So follow up question, right? We've been having mm-hmm. this debate. Some of our some of our peoples, right? What do you think if a man you's on a date with a dude and he hits you with the question, "What do you bring to the table?" How do you feel offended when he asks that, or you like? No, I mean, I, well, here's the thing, right? I think questions like that this this is my thing i feel like you can be able to all your questions will be answered by observation okay observation is all you know you gotta you know what the lamest way that you can have a conversation a, a beginning and ending conversation with me is number one what's your sign and this is a few questions and two knowing each other meeting each other okay Wait, and number two Hmm? Guys are asking you that. What's your sign? Yes. I, let me tell you a quick story. Let me tell you a quick story. This and I talked about this on my podcast. This cat, I think his name was Charm. I'm like, bro, I like the show. Anyway, so this guy named Charm, <laughs> he came up to me. He was walking by. First off, he wasn't even attractive. He took his mask off. His teeth looked like the New York State line. Oh, so man. he already had so it's a couple, you know, two two disabilities against him. And, and then he was short, three disabilities. Uh his you know how there's there's like a nice type of like chocolate skin. Then there's a burnt looking bacon child. He had the burnt four disabilities. So he said to me, he's like, what's your sign? I told him, I'm like, I don't do astrology. And he said, he's like, okay, well, he went onto a page and he's like, what's your rising moon and star? And I'm like, bro, I just said, I don't do astrology. Then he said, okay, well, what's your, what's your date of birth? I made up a date of birth. Okay. So this is your rising moon and star. He was still on that. And I'm like, bro, he's like, okay, well, look, I got to go. Give me a, what's your number? And I'm like, I was about to give him Mike Jones' phone number, but I just told him to follow me on IG. Damn. Anytime I tell a man to follow me on IG, y'all, they the never two percent of them will follow up and actually say, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, we spoke earlier, and I'm like, "Wow, okay." Because we know that's the curve. That is though. that that is the woman's curve. That is the woman's curve. If you tell but no, me- no 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 no. <laughs> Here's my question though: What's the difference? Serious question for y'all. Right. What's the difference between being able to regularly text? call just send an audio message and doing the same thing on an app mm. that's that's a good question shit it depends though it depends on how i'm trying to deal with you i guess texting is like more like oh i got your time and attention it's, it's a little more intimate than social media because social media you might not see my dm you might not you know answer it you know i'm about to say I, I, and everybody has access to it now with your phone number i feel like Okay, I'm I'm one of the the blessed few to have your number and be able to 
text you or even call you or FaceTime you. It's really old perspective because this shit could be really be the same thing, honestly. I mean, because you get those same notes. First off, you get the same notifications. I look at it like this. The cool thing about IG social media is now, especially with IG, I like Facebook better, but the thing about social uh, IG is that when you block a person, not only do you block them, but you can block accounts, future accounts that they'll try to make to stalk you again, right? But when it comes to, did y'all know that if you block a person's number, they can call from private and the number will still go through like their call will still go through they can call from other numbers and it will still go through so like i said like my thing is i feel like having a person's phone number isn't really is not necessary especially since you have these apps so it's not me trying to curb you i look at it like this if we follow each other on social media i get if i'm watching your story I'm going to see, okay, what type of person am I actually dealing with? Am, am I, you know, are you posting nothing but you doing drugs? And speaking of that, why is it that people don't post them snoring a line of cocaine like they do them smoking weed? Like, can someone please? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you about to spit that water out. Can someone please? Why don't y'all post the cocaine that y'all be snorting, please? Okay, back to the story. No, that's a close friends. You got to be on my close friends that's, list that's, to that's, see that. But, but that's my question. But if you can post you smoking weed to everybody why do i have to be on close friends for you to see for me to see you doing your line of cocaine nah, stuff what's that. the difference if you're, if you're why are you ashamed of it? if you shame to doing if you here's my thing Society. if you're ashamed of it you shouldn't be doing it in the first place hello who cares about society like for example you are i call it blubber you got a lot of blubber over there okay but i guess what's fun i can probably play with it you know whatever it might be but society tells you that you need you lose weight but are you listening to them no, that, but I mean, again, we're all it's contra. I, I'm not trying to start a pot and everything else <laughs> like that, but it's not me trying to curve you. If you are really serious about it, because then this is how I look at it. If I give a guy my number off the bat, not more times than not, it's going to be, hey, what you doing? What you doing? Where you at? What you doing? No conversation skills. You can. That's why I said let's talk first. V. And here's the thing: Google number, a text-free app number. I can I can send that to you. Doesn't mean you have my number, and I can turn that off at any point. So then what? That's facts. That's why I said, don't you rather see me on social media than so you can see how I'm doing, see what type of person you're dealing with. But no, like I said, um, the second thing by you asking me again, I don't do astrology. So don't ask me what my sign is. Don't I've had people badger me. I've had women badger me. So what's your sign? But but seriously, what's your sign? I'm still figuring it out. I said, I'm a child of God. Okay, figure that out. Back to the story. Um, Don't sit, sit here and say, so tell me about yourself. That is the most boring. Like that makes me not want to talk to you at all. Like, tell me about yourself. That's lame. So tell me about yourself. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Um, why don't you have a conversation with me and then you're gonna see who I am? That's all I'm just saying, man. I'm telling you, man, people don't know how to have conversations. People are secretive. This is why men do not last with me. Because I'm gonna give y'all a prime example. Let me tell y'all what happened to me. The uh, we're talking about what happened this week. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened this week, okay. And it's going to probably be my last segment before I go ahead and I got to go be a productive adult and all that other type of jazz. So this guy, I, you know, uh, used to, I used to work at the gym. He was one of the members. Cool cat. He's like 15 years older than me. Cool cat. So I thought. And so he ended up, um, I mentioned something about how we can go, you know, go get some lunch together um, in about a week and some change or whatever. And he said, okay, cool. I sent him a random polling question. 
And he told me that he grew up in the hood. You know, there's a hood everywhere in the world. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, what's the most traumatic? Because I like to ask questions, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm an interviewer, journalist, journalist by nature. And I asked him, I said to him, what's the most traumatic thing that you remember experiencing or seeing while you were in the hood? And then he had said to me, he had two friends that got into an argument and one of them killed the other one in front of him. So now I'm a, a, a whole bunch more questions coming in my head. So the next question was, I asked him, I said, well, did like, what were they arguing about? That was one question. I said, question number two was, question number two was, um, you know, whatever happened to the other guy? Like, was he on the run? Like, did you have to go in for questioning? You know, um, are you mentally okay? Like, did you have to go for therapy? His response was, I'm not answering none of that. Skirt, sir, sir, you're the one who decided to actually give an answer to that question. You could have made something up. I was at the park one day and I saw this man pimp slap this woman and drag her, drag her down the road. So I ran home. That's all you had to say. So, so make up something that's traumatic. Google traumatic things that happen in the hood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you have to do, right? So so he talks about how he's a licensed therapist. Who was actually sitting on your couch? Who did you buy? What what how much money did you pay to get this old fake ass degree that you got, sir? Okay, because I, I I would never sit on your couch. Cause I asked him, I said, bro, so so I said I have an issue with I said this is why people don't last with me because of stuff like that. I said it makes me think you have something to hide. He's like, no, some people make peace by by not, you know, talking about their past. I said, and, and then I thought to myself, right, so many things that came to my mind. Either A, he probably instigated the argument. He probably started that fight. B, he could have actually been the one to shoot the person. Okay, so he's probably, but by y'all, that was 30 years ago. That was like 30 years ago at that point. It doesn't matter. Okay, we, you know, so, so with that being said, Stuff like that. And then he says, you know, some people just don't want to talk about their past. So it makes me think, bro, if I can't, if we can't talk about your past, how am I supposed to know how to, how you are to deal with you as a person? Because, you know, some things that are, have happened in your past can can be brought up or show in your future who you are. You know, you talk about, well, I make peace by not talking about it. That's that's not helping me. Yeah. So, like I said, man, it's it's stuff like that. Like, I will, if you, whatever question you want to ask me, you can ask me, but be be prepared for the answer. Babe, how did I do last night? You sucked. What? Yes, you did. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I don't care. You asked me the question. I'm about to go, Uh, you know, get get my blow up doll. Why? I got, you got a whole man here, but it's not working. You need to go, I don't know, you need to go to a sex therapist, whatever it might be. But like I said, stuff like that, guys, in conclusion, I just don't like secrets of people. I don't like people who sit here ask me, what's your sign? I don't like people who and I'm gonna tell y'all why because I know there's gonna be somebody who, who who's gonna ask well why don't you what is your issue with people asking you what your sign is now mind you prior now mind you well I am a child of God you know of course as time is gonna progress you're gonna fall off the path you're gonna veer off the road but at some point you should be able to come back but I used to do the mediums the the, the astral projections the, the the worshiping the moons the stars talking to my ancestors talking to cats and trees all that crap while still going to church I remember one time I went to church and right after I went to a psychic <laughs> it was crazy okay so but for me I'm gonna tell you why People will really base their whole life off of something that was made up hundreds of thousands of years ago. 
Okay. There are women out there that y'all probably try to holler at. You get to, she, she, she starts talking to you. She's like, Hey, what's your sign? You tell her that you're an asparagus. And then she's like, Oh, I don't want, I can't talk to you because I don't, I don't deal with that. You the fourth one. They're not going to even going to try to give you a chance. I've had people tell me, Oh, because you're this sign and I'm this sign. Um, we we're compatible. And then like a week later, they stopped talking to me. And I said, I thought we're compatible because I have home training. I know how to treat people. That's pretty much how that goes about, you know? So like I said, man, people will literally base their whole life on that. And they will literally not want to deal with you. You don't understand how many times I see on my timeline. Hey, uh, between uh, how many um, the zodiac sign, the signs in y'all's house, parents, uh, your sign versus your kid's sign, what you dealing with on a regular, what's the sign that's the automatic no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gemini's and Leo's, we gonna have to cancel them. Punch a punch of Sagittarius in the face today. What is that? What if some people take that seriously and actually punch you in the face once they fi- figure out that you're a Sagittarius? Like I said, man, people don't have enough common sense to not. And I think maybe it's a lot more women than men, but people in general do not have enough common sense to realize like, bro, and I'm going to get canceled for that. People don't have enough common sense to realize that you need to get to know a person, see who they are versus sitting here and saying, oh, because you're an Aries, all y'all ain't shit. No, you probably just done dealt with some people who probably were born in that same birth month who just didn't sit right with you. Don't rule everybody out. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> that was your mind, your soliloquy. Her mind. Yeah, that's that is great. That's a great way to end it. That's a, I was hoping, man. I wish he had a little more time. I had one more question. We was talking about this. Go thing. ahead. What, what's your last question, sweetie? Right, so we talking about we, we talking about sexual harassment earlier, uh-huh. and the fine line because if it's an attractive person, it's not sexual harassment. If they look like Shrek, it's sexual harassment. What's your What's your thoughts on that? Uh I will be keeping real with you. I have there. I don't get hollered at by a lot of attractive people. Ninety nine percent of the time is or ninety five percent of the time is by a person who looks like a squirrel with a trash bag wrapped around their head. And so with that being said, I still feel like at first I'm excited because I'm like they're attractive. But then when they overly call me baby and they say, oh, yeah, I want that. They don't even want to try to take me out to dinner, but they want to lick the crack of my ass. That bothers me. Okay, when you still shoot the peen to me unsolicited, that bothers me. Now, of course, like I said, your attractors like, yeah, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I still feel like, you know, uh, harassment is still harassment, you know, um, and and this is where you have to teach your sons and daughters, you know, don't if a person says no, no means no. I feel like as a woman, let the woman lead. Let the woman make the first move, you know, and then you know how to pounce on her and then you go to work and, and all that other type of stuff. Right. But as a man like, no, man, just play it cool. Don't sit here and be a creep. So many creeps out there. I, I respect it. Hundred percent respect it. Yeah, same. I just wanted to get a woman's point of view on that because I mean I feel like as guys, I don't think we recognize uh, sexual harassment as much. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't pay attention to it much. I probably laugh something off. It don't really bother me. What about you? Oh uh, no, same. On this side, I laugh it off. I don't really pay too much attention to it, so it's good to have that one. Like Miss Gladys, stop playing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> this it. I appreciate you coming out to join us tonight. You want this is your moment before we get get out of here. You can shout out your people, shout out your platform. Appreciate you for coming through. The, the floor is yours. Yeah, um, y'all can find me on the corner, but while I'm not on the corner, my Instagram handle is the Kendra Crumb Show. So the is in the K Y N D R A C R U M as a Mary P's and Paul Show, not with no money sign 
I'm not no fake ass ASAP Rocky or Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, S H O W. My YouTube is Kendra Crump, K Y N D R A. Please put a space between Kendra and Crump because, you know, a lot of y'all's wills on y'all's bus don't go round and round. C R U M P. Um, and if you ever see me in real life, man, y'all can come speak to me. Don't, I'm, I'm nice. Okay. Um, uh, make sure y'all don't be that weirdo to sit here and, and like, you know, four or five of my posts and not even hit the follow button, man. Don't do that crap. Don't, don't do that. That's a fact. 100%. You're going to clap it all one time for Miss Kendrick. Thank Trump. you for coming. Thank you so, so, so much. We wish you nothing but success. We definitely going to link you when we in the A. Of course. I, I if, if I'm not here, I'll be at Rapper the Games house. So <laughs> catch me when you can. All right. Definitely, definitely. This is this might not go well. We out of here, y'all. Appreciate you. Yes, yes, yes. We back. We back. Yo. Like to thank Kendra Crump for you know coming along this episode. You know, sharing her her, her stories and adding her flavor to the topic of this week. We still got some more stuff to cover. You feel me? And we also have to do the song of the week as well. So, you know, let's get into it. So one of the things is the mandate guinea pig. You wanna go on for that? Um, for sure, for sure. So I know it's kinda of like a little serious like part three, right? So we've been doing talking about the mandates in New York, uh certain parts of California, et cetera. So I was watching New York One and apparently the the city pretty much used teachers as guinea pigs with this whole like mandated you have to be vaccinated or you can't work shit. They're gonna actually be trying to take that and push it to other state a city agencies like NYPD, FDNY, excuse me, a couple other like all like city entities, they're gonna really start trying to push this and they're trying to get all the union leaders on top. And I was just thinking, yo, the teachers union caved. They were showing stats like MTA had like fifty percent people that were uh Vaccinated, yeah. Oh. They had uh, a couple of different joints that just weren't like they were at 50, 60 percent. I'm like, yo, they real the teachers union, like, who, how much they paid, son? <laughs> son yo, it's crazy when you really think about it. When they pull up these numbers, like, I was operating under the pretense, that, okay, everybody in the city is going to do it, and then they're showing NYPD who you know their job you have to work like hand to hand, yeah. You know I mean, FDNY, you have to work hand to hand. And their unions is like, yeah, nah, they, they didn't have the mandates. Only only new hires were mandated to be vaccinated. So I was just sitting here like, yo, that's fucking crazy, bro. Like, I feel and like the that's, educators had to sit here and be the test dummy yo, for this. From heroes stuff. to zeros, bro. From heroes to fucking zeros. Yo, that is crazy. And then with the healthcare workers as well, man. I don't know, bro. This is all, it's, it's wild. Now they're trying to push mandates across the country, trying to find what's like the uh, appropriate, quote unquote, and watch, quote unquote, way to get that done. I don't know. It, it It's really off putting that, like, you know, society can really switch up on you like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be no joke. That's what they do. You feel me? They praise you one day and they get after you the other day. It's funny, though, because, like, de Blasio has been big up in himself about this, but then boy got in trouble. Oh. Speak on it, bro. He's he about to leave office with a bang. He yeah. said November's nearby. I don't care no more. Cuomo must have had some friends over at the DOI. <laughs> they released a report saying that he was basically misappropriating use of um of NYPD for his like own personal bodyguard. It's not the first time a, a incumbent mayor has done that, mm-hmm. but in this situation, most mayors pay it back, or most city officials will you know whatever the cost of having the NYPD or using city services is, they'll pay it back. And the Blasio's like, no, nah, I'm not paying that back. This should be mandated but so if you look at the report some of the things that he was uh getting bread for i think it was like when he was run, trying to run for president whatever yeah. he had the nypd on the campaign trail and wherever he was going oh and he's trying to say that that's 
a matter of public safety. Like I am the, the mayor of New York City. I should have NYPD with me at all times. So I was like, bro, people already don't fuck with you because you be flip flopping. And on- NYPD don't fuck with him because he been flip flopping. They've been beefing since he been in the office because you know they don't know where he stands and stuff like that. So for him to news their service. That's a big giant fuck you in their face, to be honest with you. That's a fact. And it's just like, yo, bro, like almost $500,000 in benefits. And he's like, I'm not giving it back. It's not, I'm just going, you know, take my lumps and I'm out. Yo, he, and November's right around the corner. <laughs> exactly. Him. He's going out like, I don't, like, it's fine. It's Y'all ain't it fuck with me in the office. You don't fuck with me when I get out the office. I don't blame him for that, though. That is a fact, bro. I don't know. Shit different. Shit is Now, different. now, you know, Slick, you have many hobbies on your own. You know, you're an educator. Facts, you facts. Know, you know, you into the stock market. Facts, facts. One thing a lot of people don't know about you, you're a photographer. On the low, low, low. Yes, yes, yes. Your boy Slick Grayson started out as a law through the looking glass. Still yeah, out you know. there, lawslookingglass.com. You can definitely hit up an inquiry, see some work. I got some stuff in the tuck right now. We're about to get back to it. But uh, yeah, carry on. Keep bigging me up. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently, if you've been on Twitter, you've seen this infamous story about a photographer deleting the photos after being denied food at a wedding. You clapping it up for that? Clap it up, King. Oh, man. Good shit, King. So you was telling me more about it. So go in depth about the story, man. Um, I, It's a little triggering because I was like, damn. Yeah, because when we was on the phone, pre, <laughs> he went on a whole soliloquy about it. I was like, god damn, I didn't know it was all of that. Nah, I'm going to try to relax with that. But essentially what happened was this couple was getting married. I'm not sure if their initial photographer fell through or whatever the case may be. But they had a friend that does photography. And they like, oh, would you mind being a photographer at our wedding? We can't pay you a lot. And they, I think it was like two fifty. Now, anybody that does business that has a hobby, DJ, photography, videography, or any of that, you know that weddings are a long time. You're thinking of probably a six to twelve hour day, mm-hmm. right? Two fifty. Do the math on that. It's not a great number, but you're like, all right, that's their man's. You're in a tight spot. I was probably going to be there anyway. Why not? You know, I get some. I get some work. You know, get to, you know, mix mix and mingle or whatever, what may have you. So man's agrees. He gets to the wedding. About six hours in, he's asking, yo, is there going to be food? The groom tells him that, well, one, we don't have a plate for you. He's like, all right, cool. He isn't with the, well, can I get like a 30-minute break to go get some eats? You know, recompose myself. He finished all his water. He had no water, no food, no snacks, nothing. Groom says, if you take a break, you will not be paid. And you got to make a decision. You going to be my photographer or you trying to just be a guest at the wedding? Oh, shit. So, man said. Spicy. Man said, I bet. <laughs> not only did he, you know, decline payment. At that moment, he deleted all the pictures he had taken for the wedding. Mind you, this is about six hours in. Right? And leaves. Now the couple tries to go on on social media and tries to uh, insinuate that he's the villain in this situation. So, I mean, before I even get to how I feel about this, <laughs> how you feel about this, my guy? That is just crazy in the first part. That's your man's. You can't let your man's get a 30-minute break after six hours in and he took a bunch of photos. Like, he couldn't get any food. That should at least be mandatory right there. Bro. I think it was mandatory. He said 250 and a plate. I don't even think he said a plate. He just said, I'll do it for 250 But it came down to like, yo, I'm hungry. I can't eat. Like, fuck are you talking about? And I, I, I would have been more accepting of the couple denying him the food if it was just like the first 30 minutes y'all got there. He showed up to the job in the beginning mad, hungry, and thirsty. I'm like, bro, 
what's going on. But a couple hours in, and you've done took a bunch of photos already. They overplayed their hands. I'm really. saying you paying you 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 getting a, you getting a good discount off the rip already. Give that man a plate. <laughs> you feel me? Let my people eat. You feel me? Come on now. Not. Nah. A hundred percent. I was like, yo, you want to tell me I, I'm so like, again, weddings, six to 12 hour days. Right. So you want me to work all the way through with no breaks? Like, excuse me. I can't have any food. And you're going to belittle me when I'm literally doing you a favor. I've seen wedding photography packages go. The lowest I've ever seen is like 800 bucks. And that's like just solely pictures. I'm thinking like eight hour day with time for food. You're still looking at like a hundred dollars and you, you're creating what? Thousands of photos. You probably... I haven't done a wedding yet, but I would say on average, I would expect to take at least 3,000 photos that day. 3,000, damn. And that's a baseline 800. I'm saying, like, I'm outside, I got all this equipment. Most of the time, they want a video package too. So you're saying you're looking at above 1,000. And that means editing. Editing. You like, not only what you're, because you're not just paying for what you're doing on the day, you're paying for what you have to do for the weeks and months that come. You're editing videos, you're creating teasers, you're uh, editing photos, you're creating photo books, you're figuring out how you want to host it. It's crazy. So I'm doing you a favor. You're telling me I can't eat, which is okay. I understand you pay for plates. Makes sense. But I also can't have a 30 minute break to go grab some food and some water. Who are who do you think you are? A fact. For two fifty for a pair of Yeezys. Pair Yeezys. A pair of Yeezys. Five. What's that? Five Virgils. I'm not a math teacher, but five Virgils. Yeah. Nah. Nah, bro. Uh, and then and then you get spicy with me, and oh, I'm yeah. your homie. Don't tell me, especially when I'm hungry. Thirsty. Don't be like, "Yo, you my photographer, you my friend." At this point, I'm neither. I'm out. Yeah. Like, yo, either you're gonna be my photographer or you get out. Type of situation. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about right now? Like, like, like I understand stress of a wedding X Y Z. Mika Muka on your wedding day. <laughs> out of son, here. son, it, it's crazy. I read it because, like, as soon as he put his piece of the story, I was like, well. This nigga not wrong He did what he had to do Sometimes people Want to try to get over on you Because they feel like You know It's their day It's all about them Sorry And that's your man's You feel me You gonna gonna talk I'm like Yo you gotta respect Your man's business And respect your man At the same thing Like He came out of his way You know you caught A great deal For 250 You should be Giving that nigga Yo, a, if he, bun, if, a bundle of food. If he wanted, to, if he just said two fifty, I'll take pictures at the reception. That's more than like, yo, he's he's still undercompensated. I'm assuming he was there from like you gotta get the bride where like she's mm-hmm. coming and she's getting ready. You want to get the the setup. You want to take pictures of the venue before everybody's in there. Again, you gotta fit. You gotta scout and see what like it's so oh, much wait, that. Wait, well, hold on. I find I found, I found uh, he said he started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7:30 p.m. Eight and a half hours with no breaks. That's a that's a labor law issue. And then around 5 p.m., food was being served and he was told he could not eat. Oh, eat a dick. Hundred percent. What it. the hell? And then, mind you, the vent, the venue was in the old Veteran Legion, and it was one hundred and ten Fahrenheit with no AC. So my boy was in a sleep. <laughs> what? Nah, bro. I I told you I was triggered because I'm like, as as somebody who keeps a camera on them, I say photographer. But even if you just carry do it as a hobby type joint. When people know you have a camera, they ask you to take pictures of stuff. They ask you to, you know, oh, would you mind doing this? 
And half the time That's for like The low And at least It might be Like palatable conditions This is That's crazy Like he's in a the, I, And the fact that They're like At a VFW They probably didn't have A lot of bread To start with Don't think Just cause you spent Your last That means you getting Top tier service Your yeah. last just got you To the first tier Of whatever I'm doing for you and it's like you couldn't even let me get twenty minutes. Or it was around five p.m. So he, my boy was there since eleven thirty. He said he finished his two bottles of water. He had no snacks. He had no. I'm, I'm assuming this was like a, a. They probably hit him like Thursday, Friday at the wedding was like a Saturday, Sunday type drink. Yeah. So yo nah, I'm doing you a favor, and I'm gonna do it to the best of my. I'm like you gonna get what you pay for. You my man's. I'm gonna do what I can. But I'm I'm like come on. No, absolutely not. But shout out to the photographer that level of pettiness. Like, oh, high key too. <laughs> he deleted all that. He was well, like, all right, fuck well, out of here. I would have gave them all the what's it called? I would have gave them all the photos, but I would have did no edits. I would have put them in like some weird ass preset where it just looks trash. And I would have watermarked it. <laughs> like, all right, but I could do all that. That's, that takes an hour, but two fifty. That's what you get. And you know, you know the the biggest thing about it, they they violated him, but they try to. Venalize him on on social media, like so. You trying to say you trying to not you trying to fuck up my business even after the wedding because you didn't get your photos and you was being rude to me. Oh yeah, they they took a, a big L because now socially everybody's like, yo, y'all have messed up. And then at the same point, it's like, yo, he's probably about to get mad business. Everybody like, yo, Facts. you willing to do this for two fifty? I got twenty five hundred. <laughs> like, what can we do? Let's talk about it. But shout out, shout out to that though. That was I ain't gonna hold you, niggas. Lisa, yo, respect your man's business. You feel me? Have respect. Just overall I'm all the In same. general You feel me Like yo You know somebody's Doing you a favor Respect that You feel me But You saw the fight last night I did not I know what happens I told you I've been talking about These heavyweight fights For a minute But I, did, I I went to sleep I woke up at 3 To check the results uh, I mean the Drake curse is not real You already know what it is Gypsy King Got it over again You feel me Everybody keeps saying Drake be cursing these teams That he's be supporting And all that other stuff uh, See what happened But Yo. shout out to Wilder though Cause he lasts longer Than I thought he was You feel Deontay me Deontay Wilder It's crazy I saw this tweet And this sums it up perfectly Deontay Wilder Is like Fury is one And Wilder is two But one is undefeated So that's all you need to know Mm. Going in Did I expect Deontay Wilder To put up a good fight I did I felt like he wanted To redeem himself I was shocked Because I, I I did like Look at the scorecard I saw that Fury like doubled him up On some on punches mm-hmm. But Wilder You know He's untra- he's not traditional In the sense that he's, His technique isn't amazing No He but, comes with pure power About to say But that power <laughs> He puts you on your ass Quick That's a Fendi So I mean the fact that They went back and forth They won 11 rounds I I Figured if it went past six or seven, it was over for Wilder. Tyson Fury is the, the champion of the moment in boxing. Anthony Joshua took an L in his last fight, so he's at the bottom. There's no rematch clause on a Wilder Fury, so there's no Wilder Fury four. There's no reason to. He was doing good until after the third round. He has, he lost his win, and you got to think about though. This is heavyweight fighting. There's like so. There's a lot of a wide range of weight. I think Wilder came in at like two. I want to say like under two forty, mm-hmm. and Fury was at like two eighty, two ninety. You feel me? So that's already that's a big man leaning on you for what thirty five minutes. Yep. Uh, I more power to. I think Wilder will be okay. I think right now with Wilder just need to know how to box properly. He can no longer po- overpower people like he knew because he like most of his knockouts was in like earlier rounds. And oh stuff. yeah, he got his his left hand is done. And, and, and I feel like he can fight proper for the first three rounds, but after that, it's just straight street brawl. And I'm just like, yo. Uh, any veteran boxer could just easily pick you apart. 
And that's what happens with Fury. But then you also got to say that that is true. But you're comparing him. Uh, you we could argue Tyson Fury will probably go down as an all time. Probably he will go down as an all time great heavyweight. I don't think anybody else was doing this to Wilder. Mm-hmm. I've seen Wilder in a fight where he was getting railed on, and he like you know he he held on and knocked Sun out the next round. Fury's the only guy I've ever seen give him this kind of trouble. And then it's like I, I need to see that answer um, that Anthony Joshua versus Wilder fight. We might get it now because they both lost. But Joshua has a, a rematch with I forgot. It's another European guy, and he beat the shit out of him last time, for lack of better words. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll see. I think the Wilder um, Joshua fight will be interesting. I want to see Tyson Fury go up against the winner of the Joshua. It's going to kill me because I don't remember um, the guy's name, but whoever wins that, I think Joshua doesn't win that fight. I th- the heavyweight division is interesting right now. Boxing as a whole is interesting right oh, now. Oh, yeah, with the Logan Paul and Jake Paul and everything like that. Yeah, I think uh, <coughs> did Jake Paul call out Tyson Fury last night? I'm like, don't do it, son. <laughs> oh, no. Don't do it. That's like him calling out Canelo. I'm like, bro, you wilding out for no reason. It's a payday. <clears throat> He's thinking like, yo, what do you want? You want money. My name, you you beating my ass. And then they're going to probably negotiate that it wouldn't be a winner or a loser like he did with Floyd so that they don't have a reason to go crazy. Oh, yeah. wait. I think the guy's name that Anthony Joshua has is... You about the bush rig. Hell yeah. I can't even, I can't even do that. Alex, Alexander Usyk. Yeah, you did a better job than I would. <laughs> so let's see what happens with that rematch. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, all I know is out of that fight in the next... I think the... Uh, the Fury fight is supposed to be in the spring. Mm-hmm. So that would be the undisputed heavyweight championship. That's what we're looking at right now. All right. All right. So, you know, we reached the point. Song of the week. If you're on YouTube right now, you feel me? Please go stream on auto, um, auto major platforms. You feel me? Because, you know, YouTube don't play that. As soon as we upload the video with the I'm music, about to say. we get a copyright strike. Like, yo, <laughs> you block it out or your video cannot play. And uh, on the real, we actually are visually recording this right now, so we're going to have to edit this out twice. <laughs> oh, that's a fact! I know. <laughs> Shout out to us, you know. We finally on the we finally on the visuals. You feel me? Shout out to we're, Slick for we're, that. We're attempting. Don't don't hold this. I got shoe. I got basketball shorts and a hoodie on. And like, I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't, so it's a I don't need no. I don't need no hairline jokes in the comments. Like, relax. I'll delete this whole motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your song of the week? Uh, my song of the week is by Corday. It's called Super. I was going to use something from the Don Tolliver project, but I want to live with that a little bit longer. So we're going to play this Corday record again. Super. Last year I made seven million, didn't have to do a single single show. Should I too much too much up at Coca-Cola for the check that cut me at the Super Bowl? On my life moments is a super woe. But Dr. Dre, he got a super bowl. Last night I was texting Jack Dorsey. That's the perks you get from being super dope. This is real life, ain't no act in it. All these rap, they be Brad Pitt. Every little thing I do is mad different. Got my little cousin playing badminton. Gave my little bro a quick 50 piece. He got the whole, got the whole trap hit. And I've been stacking up all these assets. Can be conducting any bad business. Like, whoa, hey, I keep that drip on me. My I'm big homie, homie. Huh. Hey, I can't ever slip homie. My mama might flip on me. Like, whoa, hey, drop top coop in the summer. I rest my case like, huh. hey, I'ma live life to the fullest with every single breath I take. Like, huh. Let me tell you something real quick. Huh. Hey, hey, cut it, cut it, cut it, yeah. cut it, cut it, cut it. Corday, Corday, Corday. Grammy nominated off his debut album. Got one of the hottest chicks in the game. And he is a hell of a lyricist. I think that this next project is going to be big for him. So shout out Corday. Yeah, man. Oh, it's time for the Hook Booger Song of the Week. Whoa. Chill out. Don't do that. 
Hood Boogers Unite. First of all, I'm coming all the way from Australia with this one. About to play my son. What's his name? Who, Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy, not Sleepy Hollow. Who's from Australia? I was thinking about the boy. Oh, the um, yeah. Kill, no, 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 no. So I, I recently stumbled upon this female artist named Maya Hirosito. And this is her track, I Know. Quit playing around and just Uh-huh. What whole book is this? Uh-huh. Cause you've kept me waiting for long enough I know that you said you don't wanna rush Oh no It ain't that deep, I'm just trying to fuck I like that Maya Hisido, I know. She sounded like a little baby summer on that drink. I know. You seen summer about to drop next month? Yes, but you know, I got one more though. You feel me? I gotta take it to West Coast though. What the f we feel talked me? about this? Blue Bucks clan, close curtain. You already know the vibes. I'm a fly nigga this shit easy. Uh-huh. Check your resources. I got bitches crying telling me that needs crying. Foley got me acting Oh. Pussy Fiji. Getting dressed in Fendi, walking out like they stabbed me. I just told a bitch, hey, yo, jinx, she can't have me. I just told a bitch, bitch, my bitch here, don't grab me. I just told security, yeah, it sticks here, don't pack. Cause I just smoke all I'm lighting, you can't match me. My bitch bad, her waist now she drink flat tea. Big rolls, niggas fighting for the backseat. Back Scoring every time I touch it, check the stat sheet. Ever catch me with a weak bitch, slap me. Slap me. If I'm dozing off the juice, you just tap me. If you see me with a bum, bitch, attack me. Nigga, slap me. Catch me with the baddest bitch, yeah, exactly. Ooh, Blue Bucks Clan, close curtain. Shout out to them, though. You don't never follow the fucking docket. Of course not. You gotta be a rule breaker. But hey, we know we had to do a toxic topic with Kendra Crump, you know, because you know she was a guest, but. Let's get into our shit, though. Oh, yeah. Drop it, Slick. We doing it again? Of course. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here. Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. Alrighty. So, so this is... This is a video of you know you know you got a bunch of female friends right slick at, at various times and places yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> have you have you female friends ever come to you for advice on you All know the, the guys All and the they don't really listen mm-hmm. let's play this clip real quick things men will never tell women but are very obvious we know that your boyfriend is gonna play you or cheat on you five minutes into y'all telling us about him no cap. The problem is y'all subconsciously avoid us because you know that if you come to us, we're going to tell you the exact thing that you need to hear. So you convince yourself that it's actually going to work out with him. And that's not to say that you can't get confused between an outside man and your actual friend that's actually telling you some real stuff. Obviously, you need to differentiate the two and outside men do sabotage relationships. Cut it off right there. That is a fact because 
ladies, even though we about to get on this, some outside man be be sabotaging perfectly good relationship just so they can scoop you up. So y'all be falling for the trick every time. You feel me? As soon as you have a little argument, yeah, you should leave that nigga. He don't deserve you. He doesn't respect you. Right, queen. You know, you need to do better, queen. You feel me? And then he he end up you know, your legs in the air and he dumping shit off of you now. <laughs> you know, you got blindsided by it. But it's a fact though. A lot of like with my female friends, they avoid telling me stuff until after the situation happened because they know I'm gonna give them the real and make sure like they know all the red flags that they miss. And I'm like, okay, wait, he did that, he said that, and you still with nigga? Why would you why would you even do that? You should have been smarting up, but you know you don't come to uh, you don't come to me with that because I'm gonna tell you right off the rip, your homie wildin' like you stupid. <laughs> Why would you even entertain that? But women, the, the problem with women is they they know the red flags. They just simply ignore it, just because they want to see the good in you. And I'm like, yes, that's all good and dandy until your ass get. Fucked over And now you hate all men And all men are trash And and, and now a good dude That y'all talk to Get You know Get the The, the backhand of it Because of what A lot of dude did But because that's Off your own accord You didn't You didn't avoid Those red flags I think a lot of times It comes down to like Women wanting to assume That their Their man that they're dealing with Is better than their friends <laughs> Not like better as a better person, but like they hold them to a higher standard. You feel me? Mm. Like they assume that, all right, let's be real. Every woman, no matter how much they love their male friends, can say that their male friends is a hoe, their male friends ain't shit when it comes to women. So a lot of times that advice, you don't want to associate your part, your significant other with that friend. Cause you know, like again, you got your own points of view on it. So I feel like that's a big reason. I found in my experiences is talking to my female friends about uh, what they're going through with the, their, the men in their life. It's just like, all you can do is offer your opinion. Oh, you can. I'm not gonna tell you what you should or shouldn't do. I'm not gonna tell you if you acting stupid you out here. But you, you can't being stupid. Per- you can't tell a person that. You can't be like Yo, your wallet. You feel me? Because a lot of people can't handle that. You feel me? You gotta deliver it like, yo. I know if I was moving like that, I'm probably not interested in you no more. I'll say it like that, just so you can understand. Like, yo, most men probably have a similar mindset. I ain't gonna put like 100 percent on him. Like, oh, he don't. He not. He fucking somebody else. But he's just not. He's just not that into you. It's just a sad reality of it. You feel me? You could take it or you could leave it. But then if shit goes right, I, and I was wrong, I'll be happy to be wrong because it worked out for you. But if shit goes, you know, left, it's like, ooh, I tried to save you. I seen it. Now you over here. You ain't eating three weeks. <laughs> now you over here you drinking and driving. You trying to wear the sweatpants to the club, Mama. You can't do that. Uh, uh-uh, Mama, brushing up, tighten up, Mama. Yeah, but it's nah. true though. It's, it's girl. I think the same thing is for like guys. I don't know if guys really go to their female friends for like crazy advice about their. Women. I mean, you got, every guy got like that one or two who they trust. Yeah, but, but for women, it's kind of hard to even. For other women, it's kind of hard to explain. Women actions too Cause it's like Women don't even get women Sometimes I'm about well. to say Yeah girls and Girls ain't friends like that But what about your guy friend Do you accept their advice When they say something About your girl It depends It depends I have to see If they've ever been In a similar situation You're not gonna ask somebody That's never been In a committed relationship What mm-hmm. my girl doing you feel me Or that openly vocalizes Like I don't like I, I don't do relationships Or You was dumb again With that bitch <laughs> You feel me Like I, I try to Spare myself that I, If anything I more so want them Want, to, want them to just Like bit and hear Hear how I'm feeling You feel me I ain't really gonna be like On some what should I do Type shit Cause Nobody really can tell you What you wanna do In those situations Yeah and then When it's time to do it Yeah It might change up that little plan and stuff Like yeah I'm gonna do this And then You, you finally talk to the person And it's like Oh Shit did a 180 right there Big fact So mm. 
So yeah, so ladies, you know, if you do have that confidant, you know, not an outside nigga, you gotta watch out for those because they they really do try to sabotage your relationship. He's trying to mollywop your insides. You feel me? But Especially if, some nigga you just met. That's a fact. So if you do have a confidant, take heed of his advice and use him as a resource. That's why I be telling all my homegirls, I'm like, yo, if you are talking to a guy and you, and you know we rock heavy, like, yo, let me know because I'll put you up on game if homie moving sloppy with you or not. Cause then you know I'm the type of friend, and we are gonna move on to the next topic. I'm the type of friend is if I tell you something, you don't listen, don't come to me crying. I'm, I'm that friend, cause I'm like I already warned you, I already told you, and you did it already. You gotta accept accountability at that point. Big facts. All right, so this is a lot of work. Have a little fun though. Last topic, last topic. Let's get it. If you fuck my bitch, that's cool with me. I don't care. It happens. Shit happens. <laughs> How long did it take you? That's what I care about. It took me six months. If it took you fucking one night and you hit it in the first night, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fact. That is a fact. It's definitely a fact. Like you, like what type of work did you put in to go clap my shorty cheeks? Like you got her off. You got her off for a do say and, a, and a, a little a little compliment, and she was spread ego like that for you. Bro, oh, where this nigga come from? Who he is? <laughs> Let's talk me? about it. Like, yo, he better be some top ten nigga. He better be a ball player. It like, better be oh. Trey Songs. <laughs> you know me, like Devin Booker. You better be hitting some shit like that for me. Be like, I right, understand you. Like, hit off the first. All night. right, look, oh, fuck. All right, that nigga is worth a couple of M's. I did it too. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? But little, little, little TT from around the way. You feel me? You let him clip off ease. I'm about to say, mind dude. you, you over here did the whole ninety day rule with me. I'm about to say You had me out here In these streets starving <laughs> And you just gave it up to him One of you was mad at me I ain't respond back To your text quick enough Huh I was having too much fun On vacation without you My fault Say less Yo like Yo that's some real shit though Like yo If you gonna cheat on me Make sure that nigga Actually work for it I get a Birkin out of the nigga Or something Something more like Alright He pay our rent Shit alright You owe him 20 more days <laughs> you, you feel me He got 20 more days Access to the coach He better not fair. suck this dick me, but that's, Oh that's, that's a fact we, That's the I, I, That's the biggest line cross like, oh know, yeah Cause I was saying this earlier in pre When I was goofing around I was like yo I know other niggas Have been inside you We might have violated the trust But we might be able to come back Depending on how, how real our shit is but Yeah we, Like yo If we go deeper than that You know you Some nigga end up choking you Some nigga end up smacking you You feel me You called a lot of nigga daddy before And all that but Oh that's I was gonna say What the fuck you, you feel, with this oh, oh yeah I was going that route <laughs> Pulled your hair Did all that But Sucking a little dick That's even That's 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 even worse You feel me Because yo Wasn't that the first question If if you find out Your shorty cheated on you You played it earlier What man said Man said You sucked his dick As soon as he got into the door Oh Pain <laughs> Pain Oh Bitch mm. mm, I kiss you on that mouth Bitch I triggered I'm triggered <laughs> I kiss you on that, Bob. You let him. You was you was doing the guac guac three thousand. I'm not on and it. And then can't tried to kiss me. Oh, you salacious female. At least, at least, at least, at least your box, you know, flushes itself out after a while. So you flush out the penis a little bit. <laughs> your mouth. I'm disgusted just talking about. Oh it. no, but that's a fact though. Like yo, if you gonna cheat on me, yo, make sure ain't nobody like that one night shit. Like, like bro. 
You see, you you wouldn't you wasn't trying to let me hit off the one night. So why you let a lot nigga hit off the one I'm night? I had shit. to work for it. I had to take you to dinners and shit, go on trips, meet people. <laughs> you feel me? Like at least let that nigga bring something to the table. He, he was showing me off like I was a shiny Charizard in <laughs> Pokemon. He was like, huh? But I ain't get nothing. Nigga hit off a of Casamigos. <laughs> he caught you on a bad night. That's what you, you feel me? Because that video, Shorty was wild. Oh, fact. I, he's like, oh, so you I, you lied and then you compound that by going to fuck somebody. I was upset. I'm mad. I'm mad at myself. She said that shit was so yeah, calm. She, yeah, she wanted to say like, yo, I just want to be treated like a little whore. I'm like, come home then if you want to be treated like a little whore. whore. All you've had to do <laughs> is ask me. You feel me? I'll pound your face. <laughs> what you want to do? Pick your favorite movie. We can recreate it. Go on now. But yeah, that was, yeah, that's that was OD though. Like, please ladies, if you're going to cheat on your nigga, please get something viral out of it. Don't let the nigga hit off the awful, awful 42 and Casamigos. You feel me? At least let it be a ball player. At least get some M's, some Birkin or something more valuable so it could justify why you let the nigga hit early. And if you go on top of him off, just know it's over. <laughs> that's a fact. Done deal. <laughs> if you, if you, your man find out it's over he takes it back well you know like like to thank you for tuning in to episode 45 you already know what it is i'm the host with the most be basic paper size zone yo it's your boy slick grace and we appreciate y'all we'll see you next week have a good one